What's up, Dunwoody? Hope everybody's doing well. Uh, many of you have kids in grade school that are going back in a couple weeks. I, for one, am very excited about getting some of my freedom back. I've got a three-year-old and a seven-year-old, and they are the sweetest boys in the world, but they are loud and crazy like 90% of the time. It makes it way more difficult to work out of the house in the summertime. We spent a lot of time together this summer, and I'm really happy that I'm at a point in my life and in my career that I can spend time with him at home, but um, I am ready for them to get out. If you're new to the show, this is a podcast about Dunwoody. We talk uh, to folks around Dunwoody about Dunwoody-related topics. We try to record the shows on Wednesday mornings. It's much easier to batch out a bunch of shows in one day than it is to meet with one guest every week. In fact, the next four shows were all for my birthday a little over a month ago. So we'll get a little strange that everyone continues to wish me a happy birthday for what seems like weeks. But don't let that trip you out. So we record the conversations, we tweak the sound a little bit, and add some fancy pre-show and post-show music. Then I record this nifty little intro right here. We put the MP3 in an RSS feed, and the show is sent to all major podcast platforms. And that is how we got to this point now, you listening to the show. My name is Matt Weber. I'm the Dunwoody Realtor Dude. If you have any questions about the home selling process, please reach out to me. All of our info is on the website. Justin Dyke is my co-host. Justin is founder of PoolDudes.com, and he does not like sour beer at all. Our sponsor is Brett Friedman from Village Orthodontics. He also strongly dislikes sour beer. The two of them were making fun of me yesterday at Moondogs for digging the sours. We all went to their Christmas in July event, bringing 10 total children into a bar in the middle of the afternoon. Santa was there. Justin got some video that he put up on the website. There were a lot of good folks there, and we even met a couple of listeners. This show today is with Ann Hanlon, the Executive Director for the Perimeter Community Improvement District. This is one of my favorites that we've done in a while. Ann's daughter goes to Chestnut Elementary with my son, and she's just really cool, so it was nice to make a new friend. She was featured on Atlanta Business Chronicles 40 Under 40 this past year. In fact, her list of awards is really long um, and doesn't go over super well on a podcast listing them out, but she's won a lot of awards. The PCID has an annual operating budget of around $8 million, and Anne is in charge of the daily operations and the investment in transportation infrastructure. So she knows a lot about the perimeter area and a lot about local transportation. So we talked to her for around like 40 minutes or so. Hopefully we ask the right questions. Here we go. What's up, Dunwoody? Welcome back to the What's Up, Dunwoody podcast. Okay, so we're here with Anne Hanlon. This is my birthday today. <laughs> Happy birthday. My birthday party today. We had Ann Hanlon over. <laughs> Ann's from the Perimeter uh, Community Improvement District, the PCID. And most she did bring you a gift. Too. She did bring me a gift, a Yeti. So tell us about the PCID. Tell us about the history of the PCID. Yeah. Th- uh, thanks, guys. I really appreciate you having me on this morning. Uh, so the Perimeter CID is um, one of the oldest and largest community improvement districts in the state of Georgia. Uh, we were actually formed in 1999, so our organization predated the incorporations of the city of, of Dunwoody and Sandy Springs and Brookhaven. Uh, a little bit of history, the first CID was formed in the 80s. Um, a group of large commercial property uh, developers got together and formed an organization uh, whereby they could tax themselves. They could voluntarily pay an additional tax. So in addition to the taxes that they paid to, at the time, Cobb County, they wanted to form an organization where they could voluntarily pay an additional increment um, on top of the taxes they paid to the county, and then those dollars would be funneled into a special fund, and they could use that fund to help pay for infrastructure. Let me stop you there. How many people actually voluntarily pay you more money? 
So in our CID, we've got about 180 commercial property mm-hmm. owners. Okay. Um, there's 27 CIDs now in Georgia, Is right? Is it the big names, like a small jewelry store, would they ever... Uh, you know, that, that's possible. In, in our CID and perimeter, we got most of the big names, right? Okay. So we've got Cox is one of our biggest that makes members. Sense. They need the infrastructure more than a jewelry store. That's right. Okay. That's right. Um, so we're one of 27 CIDs in Metro Atlanta. Like I said, we're one of the art, uh, oldest and the largest. Um, that that voluntary tax, that voluntary increment that I mentioned to you, just to give you some scale, uh, we our annual revenue last year was $8 million. So we generate about $8 million just just in one year. Our, our revenues fluctuate with property values, right? Just like a homeowner or any business owner. As your uh, property assessments go up or down, so do the revenues that we collect. Or if times are tough for Cox, are they like, mm, we just can't voluntarily pay as much this month? <laughs> That yeah, that's a good question. Does okay, that, that that so uh, legally, as CIDs in Georgia exist for six-year increments. So every six, so you're so you're locked in. I, I like to tell people it's sort of like a homeowners association. You know, mm. once once you've established the CID, it is locked in for a six-year window of time. And then at the end of every six years, we must call a caucus of all the members and ask them, shall we dissolve the organization or shall we continue the organization? Matt. So, Six-year windows. Should we do that for sponsors on the website? Yeah, you can't bail. <laughs> Even if you got a business, you're still paying us. <laughs> nice, nice. I'm sorry, so, we'll, we'll try to stop interrupting. Nice, we won't make okay. this all about us. <laughs> but it is Matt's birthday. It's my birthday. birthday. Right? It's yeah, Matt's it's birthday, birthday, so yeah. he deserves a little. 39. Yes. <laughs> okay, any other big names we should know about that are that are in the CID? Yeah, so some of our largest members, um, the new State Farm campus okay. is a very big member. Perimeter Mall is the largest member in the CID. The mall's general manager, Bill Baker, is on our board. Yeah. Is that mall still open? Yeah. <laughs> they probably still need, they need you the most, I would think. They do. The mall is big. The mall's always been a steadfast member. We've got, we're governed by a board of directors and the board, if you look at the board list, that really is representative of the big members. Mm. IHG, Intercontinental Hotels Group, State Farm, Cox, I'm, I'm going to go down your list and just call everybody. Yeah, good. Give everybody a shout out. <laughs> yes. That'll help me out with my bosses. So you got to get Bill Baker on that. That would be Bill, good. Ba- yeah. yeah. Bill Baker's fantastic. If he listens to the show, he probably hates us because we talk about the mall closing down constantly. But. Yeah. <laughs> it's losing all their parking space now in the hotels. Yeah, they got some cool things going on, actually. They've got the hotel going up. They've got the two out parcels there at the corner that they've mm. sold off. So the mall is under new membership or new ownership. I'm sure y'all know this. Yeah. Um, and their new owner, Brookfield, out of Chicago, was really interested in sort of activating all the real estate around. It. And they should. Like so yeah, we're should. we're excited about that. Yeah. Um, that lazy dog. The I guess they're yeah. starting construction in Peachtree Corners. There's, yes. there's gonna be one in Peachtree yeah. Corners. Yeah. So we'll so. have the second one. Yeah, after I'm Peach excited Street about Corners. seeing him taking the dog up there. Um, okay. Well, so the PCID, your PCID covers Sandy Springs, Brookhaven, and Dunwoody, right? That's right. Yeah. What, what do you think about scooters? In the perimeter I, I love the scooters. I love the scooters. You know, I think perimeter is actually a perfect market for it because we've got. Um, We've got the MARTA stations. I always tell people we've got the oceanfront property in Metro Atlanta. We have four train stations. Yep. <laughs> so in the commercial real estate industry, that's that's what you want, right? Right. Um, we but we need to connect people better to those, right? We can always getting getting people to perimeter is um, is 
you know, people have a lot of choices. You can take MARTA. We've got four uh, express commuter bus routes that come in from Rockdale County, Forsyth County, Cobb County, and Gwinnett County. we got 16 private shuttles that run around Perimeter daily. Um, but Wait, often, So there are shuttles that run from Rockdale to Perimeter Mall? Yes. Really? Yep, that's right. Um, the Georgia Regional Transportation Authority, Greta and CERTA, okay. um, they operate these big regional buses. So you can come, Town Center was the most recent one to open. So if you live in Kennesaw, you can drive to Town Center, park for free, hop on a commuter bus, and then get to Perimeter uh, every day. Cool. Yeah. I don't have a car right now, so I really need to listen to this. Yeah, yeah, yeah you do. I'm writing this down, Greta. Yep. <laughs> A lot of acronyms. I can fill you in on all the acronyms. Right, right. But scooters will be a a fantastic fit. Um, We're actually working on the the infrastructure for scooters is is the challenge, right? You know, city of Atlanta has has is dealing with this. Do you have them on the sidewalk? Do you have them in the road? Mm -hmm. Um, I'm excited because we're we're helping build out a lot of barrier separated bicycle lanes. That's exactly what scooters could ride in. I'm sure Joe will be happy about that. Joe Secondary. Joe Secondary will be very happy about that. I had coffee with Joe last week. we're, we're working on one in front of the mall. So on Ashford Dunwoody from, yeah, from Hammond Drive all the way to Mount Vernon. So if you can kind of imagine in front of the mall, in front of California Pizza Kitchen, all the way up to the new City Hall. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll, in front of the new de- redevelopment that's going to happen at Brio, that Brio P.F. Chang site, there's going to be a brand new 12-foot trail with landscape buffer and a barrier-separated bicycle lane. And you want that for scooters. So we scooters, want scooters yeah. on the sidewalk. Okay. Scooters could ride. So and it, it'll, be in a, like a, it'll be in like a, its own separate lane, basically. And that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. it's, it's, I guess, what is the law is kind of loose where some people want the scooters on the sidewalk and then some of them want them on the road. Yeah. But they can't go fast enough to be right on the road. Yeah. And they're running people over on the sidewalk. So it's kind of. Yeah. And there's some challenges. You know, the um, ADA, Disabil- you know, Americans with Disabilities Act. I mean, you know, if you people, people are having a difficult time traversing the sidewalk if you're in a wheelchair, for yeah. example, in Midtown. Uh, that's a problem right now. If you're pushing a baby stroller down the sidewalk yeah. and there's scooters littering the sidewalk, that makes it very challenging. So we we're, we really want to make sure that if and or when scooters do come to perimeter, we've got the infrastructure to handle it. So hopefully mm-hmm. those those barrier-separated bicycle lanes would be a good place to have them. If, also, if there's scooters everywhere, then you know that's going to make it easier for the ADA folks. That's you know? right. If you're in a wheelchair... And you're having to, you know, cater to all the scooters. That's probably better for wheelchairs. I would right think. to kind of clear the, clear the sidewalk off for, right, for right. wheelchairs or pedestrians. Uh, one of the projects I'm probably the most excited about is the connection to Path 400. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm sure a lot of your listeners are familiar with Path 400. Well, if they're not, take us. Yeah, I can take you take you down that path. Yeah, yeah. haha. So to speak. <laughs> the Path 400. Um, <laughs> so our our counterparts, our sort of sister organization, the Buckhead CID. There's CIDs in every major market in Atlanta. So there's one downtown, Midtown, Buckhead, Cumberland. Um, they sort of famously helped fund the infrastructure around the new Brave Stadium. Mm-hmm. Um, but well, our, how'd you pick those three cities then? The Dunway, Sandy Springs, Brookhaven. So the the CID actually predated the cities. The okay. CID was there first, and it was sort of born out of a lot of the big commercial property owners they're in the perimeter market this is in the mid 90s I, I didn't live here then i was in high school then <laughs> that was when malls were thriving probably uh, yeah um so in 1999 yeah traffic was a problem then too right just like it is now traffic safety um, a lot of the big owners perimeter mall uh heinz which is the owner of ravinia um 
the, the terraces, which is owned by MetLife, the Perimeter Summit area, a lot of the big players in commercial real estate came together and they said, you know, we need to do something about this. We need to clean it up. The area needs to be safe and clean. We want to do landscaping and decorative lighting and traffic control. And so they, they formed the CID. And so all the landscaping that you see in the perimeter, the decorative pedestrian poles, you know, the fluted green ped poles with the illuminated street signs, all of that for the past 20 years has been paid for by the perimeter CID. Um, we spend half a million dollars every year just on landscaping. That's amazing. Wow. Yeah. Wow. We spend about a million dollars every year on the traffic officers that you see out in the intersection. So Do you guys pay for those? We pay for those. Yep. What? Out of pocket, a million bucks a year. No kidding. Have you found yeah. that the Department of Transportation has kind of gotten a little lax because you're giving money? You there? know, I, no, I, I like, would oh, actually. PCDID. They're going to do it, yeah. It, yeah. Uh, no, you know, I would actually say that because we're able to take care of some of the um, some of the aesthetic elements, and mm-hmm. some, they're actually able to focus their resources on the things that really matter. That makes you sense. Know? It's, it's a good partnership. We have a fan. I know you had Russell McMurray on. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. We have a fantastic relationship with Russell and the state DOT and the cities. Um, I bet your board looks pretty similar to theirs, right? It does, yeah. And our board, we're you know we're governed by biz, you know they're business people, um, and so they understand that if we're if we're able to complement what this what the cities or the counties or the DOT they, they've they've got to do the basics, right? They, they, safety is their number one priority. Getting mm-hmm. people around safely is their priority. So we're able to kind of come in and provide the icing on the cake. I was going to mention Path 400, though, is the, is the our sort of peer organization, the Buckhead CID um, and Livable Buckhead have built this path, right, in the buffer up Georgia 400. It currently stops at, like, Lordans is the city of Atlanta, city of Sandy Springs line. So that's where they have to stop. They can't fund. Cities have to stop where their city line stops. And they're just hoping the next city Buckhead. Right. Will... They're, they're hoping that the next <laughs> chunk of it will be picked up by cities to the north and so um you know kudos to sandy springs they're they're looking at taking on the the chunk north of lord dan's they're going to hopefully pay for that the cid we're paying for the portion of getting it under 285 as part of the big interchange project that's happening right now so eventually um, when we're finished you'll be able to get on your bicycle or walk from dunwoody on path 400 all the belt all the way to the belt line yeah. sandy springs pretty cool. just do a big wall there yeah <laughs> they could do that they could say nope that's far enough <laughs> does um are you working well well with uh, gdot i mean i know yeah. the cities are kind of irritated with gdot right now but you're probably getting some good land out of it for the path yeah we we have we have a great relationship with gdot um i'm on the i'm on the greta board i'm on the board that operates those buses that i was telling you about mm-hmm. that come out from the whole part of the region um, so I mean, I know a lot of those folks. We have a good relationship with them. This the CID gave ten million dollars. The interchange project, the two eighty five at Georgia four hundred interchange. I mean, we helped pay for that. Yeah. The CID for years um, lobbied for that project, lobbied the governor deal. Um, we wrote a check for ten million dollars to help pay for it. Dang, they're like, well, put your money where your mouth is. Yeah. Let's go. So we, I mean, we've got you know, and GDOT is the. the the things that they're working on right now are very challenging. The problems mm-hmm. are very complex, um, but we we really do try to work with them because we've got a, a a regional focus trying to kind of get people from point A to point B. Right, right. And every once in a while, G dot's like ten million dollars short. You know, that's right. That's yeah. where we can come in. Well, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so the path four hundred is that going to connect with Dunwoody? Is that what you're hoping? Yeah, it is. It okay. is. So right now, the section, as part of the big, giant beast of a project at 285 and 400, um, biggest project ever 
public works project ever in the history of the state of Georgia. Really? <laughs> yeah. $800 million project. Wow. Um, as part of all of that that's happening out there, the, the, the part that I'm, that I'm actually the most excited about, it was the cheapest part of it and the least sexy part of it. No asphalt. The, yeah, the part that I'm the most excited about is the trail piece. Yeah. So um, we're built, it's actually right now, there's a lane closed on Peachtree Dunwoody Road northbound, like from the Pill Hill, if you're coming from the hospitals, you're going up towards the King and Queen building. There's a lane that's closed right now on Peachtree Dunwoody Road, which is causing a lot of pain in terms of traffic. Um, there's a lot of people not happy about that right at this particular Somebody moment. Somebody asked me about that yesterday. I'm glad Did you they? brought that up. Yeah. Well, the reason you can tell anyone who asked you, the reason that it's closed right now temporarily is so that we can con- construct the path. Okay. The, pa- the Path 400 segment underneath 285. That's what we're building right now. Okay. And it's the most uh, it's the most complicated part of the entire project. If 285 is sort of the proverbial river, mm-hmm. you know, getting it under that river is so expensive and so complicated. It's um, going to be cool, though, when you finish. Like, imagine just looking yeah. up and seeing, like, five roads over you. Yeah. I It'd think be like it's going to be cool. walking under Speedway Junction, I guess, right? I mean, Ki- Kind of. Yeah. Kind of, I mean, yeah. People love walking under roads, I guess. It's an Instagram yeah. world. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Do it for the gram, right? Yeah, so one of the um, the projects that we are about to kick off um, in partnership with the DOT is a diverging diamond interchange Ooh, at Abernathy Road. Love those. Yeah, DDI is the hot thing in transportation. I know y'all are familiar with the the DDI at Abernathy or uh, Ashford Dunwoody. Right. So that if you can imagine the reverse of it, it'll be a DDI but underneath. Okay. Ashford Dunwoody is above 285. Um, Abernathy is under Georgia 400, oh. so it's like an underpass DDI, okay. which is a different thing. That's really going to scare people. Is that yeah, I know, right? We're going to have to have like a video on how to Once work you're used it. to it, though, you get irritated that people are slowing down. Yeah. Know? It does look weird that you have to cross the street. Yeah, yeah so um, that's about to kick off within probably the next 30 days. A lot of the utility relocations are happening right now. Those are proven to work at this point, huh? They after, are. After we've done a few around the state, you realize yeah, they're going they well. are. Didn't we have the second in the nation? That asked for done with you. We're early. I used to um, take two of them to work every day. Oh, and there was really? only three of them in the state. I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah. And it did speed up my commute by about like 10 minutes, probably. Yeah, they do. They work very well. Mm-hmm. They're very efficient. The one at um, Ashford Dunway is almost 10 years old now, believe yeah. it or not. Yeah. So um, that's one I'm really, really excited about. Of course, the CID was um, built the uh, Perimeter Center Parkway Bridge. Okay. Which was, uh, was I guess that was completed like back in 2004, mm-hmm. 2005. Um, that was kind of a piece of infrastructure that was like very visionary at the time. Um, people used to call it the bridge to nowhere. Yeah, it seems a little unnecessary now. <laughs> yeah, now I tell people, I'm like, now it's the That's bridge before to you were everywhere. There, right? yeah. But yeah, now it's the bridge to everywhere. You know, you've got um, KDC developed the park uh Park Center, the State Farm Complex mm-hmm. is right there. The High Street development hopefully will kick off by the end of this year. We're really excited uh, about that. Yeah. Uh, actually, one of the principals from uh, GID just joined our board oh, yeah? at the CID. So Who's Jeff, that? Jeff Lowenberg. Okay. Yeah. So we're, exci- we're excited about everything that's going to happen right there. Yeah. Gonna be fun. Yeah, gonna be fun. and Del Frisco's cool is good too. Uh huh. Del Frisco's uh-huh. Friday. Yeah. Yeah, there's there's some uh, stat. I'm gonna say this wrong, but there's some stat about um, the only the only uh, restaurant with like a some special sommelier that's in walking distance of a 
Marta Station. <laughs> yeah. Is that restaurant? That's their claim to fame. That's like the claim to fame. So yeah, oceanfront property. I like that term. Yeah, yeah. 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 Marta's the oceanfront. Yeah. Are, are they gonna? I guess they're taking the AJC building away. I was looking at where High Street's gonna be. Yeah. And it doesn't look like there's that much space there. Yeah. So they've got. So basically, it's the that big grassy area that's mm-hmm. right there at Perimeter Center Parkway and Hammond, and then it goes all the way down to where the AJC building is, all the way to where there's like an auto parts store down way, way at the very end. Oh, so they're tearing out all that. Yeah. Well, they're they're not going to tear out all of it. So they've got like a phased approach where they're going to construct some and leave the office buildings, okay. and they're going to have a second phase where they tear down some office buildings. They've got a pretty complicated phasing approach on how they're going to do it okay um and they brought on north american properties mm-hmm. who's a really a fantastic developer um, the of course they developed avalon um i was up at i was executive director of north fulton cid before i came here okay. and so we had north american properties really involved when they were constructing avalon and they're fantastic so the fact that a gid brought them on for the high street development i think is a really positive shot in the arm yeah. for that development you gotta hire the best people that's right. Yeah. That seems like a good stopping point. Uh, make sure you subscribe to the show to get the second half of Ann's interview right when it comes out. And we'll see you next time. Mm-hmm.